You're listening to What the Dev, the weekly podcast of SD Times. And now, here's Jacob Lukowitz, online and social media editor at SD Times. Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast episode. Today, we're going to be talking about why high growth companies should be doubling down in the upcoming economic downturn. With me today is Sri Ganesan, CEO and co-founder of Rocket Lane, a company that in March developed the maturity model, which enables businesses to gauge their company's maturity level in terms of customer onboarding. Great to have you here. Thanks for having me on, Jacob. Right. So for the first question, um, despite all the fears of an oncoming recession, how are you seeing that software development companies are generally positioned to weather any such crisis? A couple of things to think about here. One, uh, obviously, with uh, any recession, there is uh, the need to think about uh, reduction of costs. So there are some software companies that obviously have ROI uh, that is related to helping your team scale uh, without having to add more team members. And I think uh, companies which fall into that bucket are usually well positioned when it comes to even recessionary times, because your company can continue to grow without linearly having to add more team members to scale what you're doing as a business. Okay. Uh, And there's been talk of difficulty acquiring top developer talent uh, and then onboarding them to handle esoteric tasks. So what are some ways that organizations can do better? Right. I think uh, this has definitely uh, been a challenge especially in the remote world, when you're bringing on new employees, they need to have all the context of what your business does uh, in specific, how you're adding value to your customers, uh, what are the key challenges for your customers that you need to solve so that you're not just uh, as as a new employee doing what you're told to do, but you're also thinking about the problems and other solutions that may you uh, that you may be able to bring to the table. And the way we have gone about doing this at Rocket Lane has been uh, to ensure that new team members are educated about the challenges that we are solving in a very comprehensive way. And that has meant recording a lot of videos uh, around customer challenges. So any discovery meeting we do with customers or prospects uh, are recorded and shared with the team. Uh, likewise, even when we started building the product, uh, Rocket Lane, we, we had interviews that we were doing with different kinds of companies to understand their challenges, to ensure that we were building the right kind of product. And we created like a highlight video reel from all of these interviews that we were doing and conversations we were having to ensure that new team members had as much context on what we were going after and how we were solving challenges as uh, existing team members who've been with us from the beginning. And we continue to do that, right? So even now, when we present our solution to customers, uh, you know, we we have all that feedback from how customers react to our product funneled back to the team so that everyone has that context of what's resonating with customers, what problems are they still facing, et cetera. And that really helps you as a new team member, gain the right business context of the challenges you're going after, as well as what uh, you know technology challenges customers may be facing while using your offerings. And hence, as a software developer, you now understand uh, you know with with every little feature you're building, what is it that 
is uh, adding value? What is it that you need to get better at? And I think all of that helps. So what what is a collaborative customer onboarding platform and how can this help software companies best facilitate a delightful onboarding experience for their customers? Yeah. So uh, when you think about any B2B, uh, you know, offering, whether it's a B2B SaaS product or any other kind of uh, tech or services offering, there is typically a process involved to get that customer set up for success with your offering, right? So this is, um, you know, when you sell to a mid-market or enterprise customer, this is going to be a few weeks to a few months of work where you need to work hand-in-hand with the client or customer, uh, understand what configuration of your services uh, are going to work out for them for their specific contexts and specific goals and challenges. So typically starts with like, a kickoff meeting followed by some sort of a solutioning exercise and then implementing your offering for that customer. Uh, And of course, you know, uh, getting the green light to roll it out, train the customers, get them to adopt your software or, you know, whatever the offering is. And the way this is done uh, traditionally um, is over emails and Slack conversations, spreadsheets being shared back and forth, uh, status updates being shared uh, and and you know document collaboration happening and it's um, you know the challenge is really that there is siloed information and siloed work happening across a bunch of tools, uh, which typically means someone's going to drop the ball on something along that journey. Uh, every team member may have a slightly different playbook that they're following. Given there is no easy way to enforce uh, consistency across all the new customers that you onboard. And all of this research in subpar customer experience, right? So think about the customer being subject to, um, you know, varied experiences, uh, different tools and, and communication happening from different places. And there's a general anxiety around, are we going to launch on time with this new product we purchased? Uh, and, and uh, you know, this is, this happens to be the first partnership that the customer is typically experiencing with you. And this is where you want to actually win them over, build that credibility and trust. And that's why we sort of built a customer centric experience, which a company can use to collaborate to collaborate with that customer and onboard them in a very seamless and consistent manner. So it's a way for, a company to build a playbook and say, hey, here's our process. And this is the process we're going to follow with each customer. And we're going to do it in a way that's transparent and visible to the customer and to our team internally. We're going to put the customer at the center of that experience, give them access to a beautiful customer portal. And we're going to work hand in hand with them, hold each other accountable and get them to success faster. So that's, in essence, the challenge that we're solving, and that's how we're going about, uh, you know, with building this customer onboarding tool, Rocket Lane. I see. Yeah, and the customer experience is all the more important now. Um, you know, it's a big topic that we've been writing about a lot as well. Um, so since the future is likely to procure even more distributed teams, uh, what are some of the challenges and benefits um, in how to handle this? Right. I think... You know, this is multifold, right? If you're a company that's growing fast, adding new team members, 
uh, one of the challenges, of course, you want to ensure that new team members are as effective and, you know, as, uh, you know, well-trained and, and uh, proficient in onboarding new customers as your best team members who've been around for a while. So you want to ensure that uh, they are well-versed with your playbook. Uh, and, you know, one of the things we do, obviously, by codifying it is, uh, you know, enabling that new team member to follow the playbook of an existing team member mm-hmm. and uh, sort of it's all laid out well the timelines are defined so everyone knows what to do when to do and uh, you know take this uh, project uh, you know onboarding can be looked at as a project so take these onboarding projects to completion uh, in, in a smooth way mm-hmm. and of course you know the other challenge with uh, the whole remote setup is you need to follow up internally externally and uh, in today's times, uh, you don't want to delay these onboardings. Right? You want to get the customer live in a timely manner, get them to value in a timely manner. And for that, uh, you know, uh, software like what we provide helps automate a lot of the follow-ups that need to happen with customers and internal teams, uh, helps automate sending out the status updates at the right time helps automate, create mm-hmm. the right version of your onboarding plan for each customer based on, you know, specific conditions. And, and this sort of keeps things in check. This ensures that you're onboarding customers faster, getting more efficient at it. And, you know, the same team can onboard more customers at a faster clip. And, and that efficiency, I think, is something that will come really handy, especially in times like today. Yeah, and can you tell me uh, a bit more about why Rocket Lane introduced its maturity model tool in March and what will this enable businesses to do? Right. I think for a lot of businesses, uh, especially earlier stage companies, let's say CDs, CDs, B companies, uh, they're figuring out their onboarding process as they start working with customers, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, typically, it initially starts as a very reactionary process where you think, hey, this is something that we can do in two weeks. But as you start onboarding a customer, you come across more and more challenges. Then you start codifying your process, but you're still not focused on all the right things. Very often, Mm -hmm. the focus becomes, can I go live? Rather than, am I actually delivering value to the customer? And that's Mm going to result in churn. If you just thought you got the customer live, but they don't see value from it, or they're not adopting it, Right. Uh, very often there's miscommunication, which also causes, you know, things to break down or things to be configured the wrong way for the customer. And they're not moving towards their real goals with your software mm. or your offering. And, and hence, there's these different dimensions along which you need to mature your onboarding process. Uh, it's, you know, around customer centricity, around uh, how your process and productivity is working around what sort of data and metrics you're collecting and around how you're sort of bringing the right consistency and collaborative experiences and how you're making things more uh, value-driven, right? The whole Mm -hmm. journey. And we, you know, in talking to many customers and we also run this community called Preflight and talking to members of this 1,800 plus member community of folks in implementation and onboarding, we really understood that uh, people weren't 
uh, aware of what dimensions they should even measure themselves on with respect to how they're doing on their onboarding. They knew that, hey, we are you know, going slower than we should, or there are problems and there is churn, but they didn't have a framework to look at things and say, here are areas where we're doing really poorly and we need to focus more on that this quarter or this year for us to be in a better place with respect to our customer onboarding. So this is, you know, in a way, uh, the way SaaS companies are expected to deploy, uh, you know, which is really fast, the, the companies haven't lived up to the expectations, right? So you think SaaS is easy to deploy, but often you buy software and then you're stuck. So we are helping these SaaS companies level up in how they're doing their onboarding uh, and, and sort of deliver to their full potential. And, and we saw that gap and said, let's create something where they can actually identify on their own what they're doing well, what they're not. So what their focus should be for the immediate future to level up. Is there anything else you feel is important for the audience to come away with? Yeah, I, I would say, um, you know, very often onboarding is, you know, looked at as a small sliver of the customer journey and there isn't as much focus as there should be. But then data tells us that this is the phase where you actually make our break trust with the customer. If you do a really good job at onboarding the customer, even while you're onboarding them, you can talk about doing more business with them. You can talk about expansion opportunities with them. On the other hand, if you do a sloppy job during onboarding, you're on the back foot with that customer from the get-go. You know, you don't want to be in that place. You want to have a more positive uh, you know, mindset with respect to the customer so that mm-hmm. you can play offense as a team with, you know, going after more business with the customer rather than have to play defense and, you know, try to control churn because you didn't get your customers to value soon enough. So that, that's my sort of input. Think about how you're doing this, how you're measuring, uh, not just time to go live, but actually how quickly you're getting the customer to value. And there are great communities out there a lot of other, you know, CS leaders, uh, onboarding leaders who are in our community pre-flight as well, where you should, you know, join in and, and discuss and and figure out how to uh, address problems you're facing in your onboarding. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, thank you so much for all of your insight. It looks like that's all the time we have for today's show. And I want to thank you again, Shree, for coming on. Thank you so much, Jacob. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in today. Be sure to check out all of our weekly episodes on your favorite podcast listening platform. Till next time, this has been What the Dev.